sure is good to be in the Lord's house. And what a blessing. It's just, uh, I'm blessed already and church hadn't even started. I'm just, I'm thankful to be here. And thankful for everybody cheering, all our visitors. Especially thankful for our preaching brother, Clint Gooden, his wife, Duper. Uh, glad they're here tonight with us. And uh, glad that uh, Dennis and Latricia is back with us again tonight. And uh, I want to read scripture here in just a minute. But I want to thank the Lord for the meeting that we had here this morning. And what a powerful meeting it was. And thank the Lord for the great report I got for the meeting that was up at Pleasant View, where the young people went this morning, where Cooper's been there taking care of their Sunday morning services and got great reports from up there and even got some texts and some calls about that meeting. What a great meeting it was up there. Uh, thank the Lord for that. And uh, thank the Lord for the privilege of being back here tonight. I'm excited again. I was excited this morning, and I thank the Lord how God used Brother Mark and uh, blessed the church to move this morning. But I'm, I'm excited again tonight and looking forward to the meeting that I really believe in my heart that God's going to give us tonight. And uh, so I, I want to say welcome uh, to everybody that's here. Uh, glad that uh, uh, Brother Ken's mom and dad's here. Uh, appreciate you folks. Always nice to see you here too. And, uh, and uh, I probably miss some folks. Uh, uh, I get, uh, get on the spot sometimes if I start naming visitors because I miss a bunch. But I can just kind of cover it and, you know, I can say, I'm glad everybody's here. <laughs> and uh, so, and I mean that. But here's scripture I want to read, very familiar scripture. Uh, this is in uh, the eighth chapter of the book of Romans, and uh, starting at verse 1. It says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. And boy, that's powerful. I thank God for that. But let's all stand for just a moment and we'll have a word of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy. <clears throat> God, thank you for your blessings and uh, God, the, the richness of your joy and how you've been blessing us. And God, we thank you for what we feel tonight already, and we pray for this service. Uh, God, we pray for it uh, in its entirety from the very first to the very last. <clears throat> bless everything that's done. God, bless uh, uh, the choir, <clears throat> and if they're special singing, bless that, and God certainly bless our preaching brother tonight. Lord, make preaching easy for him and give him great power to declare your gospel. Uh, God, we pray for conviction that you'd speak to people's hearts, and we thank you that you've been doing that, God, and we continue to ask it because, we, God, we know it's so needful. God, we praise you. We ask you these things in Jesus' name, and amen. <clears throat> you may be seated. We'll turn over to the choir. Page 
Say it's uh, good to be in the Lord's house. Uh, thankful uh, that I'm on the road for the glory land this evening. Uh, I'm more thankful uh, for the ones that's on their way there before I was, showing me the way. Uh, I was uh, reading a little bit about Joseph uh, here lately, and uh Y'all know the story. His brothers sold him into Egypt, and uh, uh, what stuck out to me everywhere, or the first person that bought him, uh, why he made him head over his household because he seen the Lord in him. Uh, and when he was wrongfully in prison, why uh, they sent him over to that prison, and uh, they made him the head over the prison because the uh, keeper saw the Lord in him. Uh, and when Pharaoh. Uh, needed uh, his dreams interpreted uh, while he interpreted his dreams and he needed somebody set over the kingdom and he set uh, Joseph over the kingdom because he seen the Lord in him. Uh, I just like to say I'm thankful uh, for all the people I've seen the Lord in uh, growing up and all them oak trees. Uh, I'm thankful for out this evening. So uh, we asked everybody to stand. Anybody got an unspoken request? Uh, anybody with a spoken? Certainly remember Greg. We'll have Uncle Carl lead us in prayer.
at this time if anybody's got a song or a testimony.
thankful for them songs. Anyone else got one before we turn it over to our good pastor? If not, we'll turn it over to Terry. Pray for him while it comes, Saint. Still faith. 
appreciate the good songs. Good to be here tonight. And again, thank the Lord for the good crowd that's here. I felt the Lord here tonight. I appreciate that. I thank you. Let's continue to be much in prayer. Let's pray. feel like it's time to turn over to our preaching, brother. Right, let's just, uh, with everything that within us is, let's just pray for him tonight. And that's purpose. Now, even, even if you're here tonight and you're a lost person and you're out of fellowship with God, there's one thing you can purpose. You can purpose in your mind, in your heart. I want to obey the Lord tonight. And uh, we, every one of us, no matter what your circumstance, we need to obey the Lord. And so let's really pray tonight. It's our privilege to turn service over to our preacher, Brother, Brother Clint Good, Pastor of Houston Chapel, Missionary Baptist Church. Come on, Brother Clint. All your heart, brother. Feel your freedom. Glad to be here this evening and always appreciate the opportunity to be back at Lima. And uh, we, uh, this is something we don't ever get used to uh, because uh, it takes the Lord to do it. It's not in us. Uh, in my professional life, I've been the head of about three organizations that uh, we associate with as far as our business and I'm the chair of our local health department board and uh, in those functions I run business meetings and speak in front of conferences and things like that and I'll be honest that really doesn't bother me too bad. Uh, it, it's not that part of it that bothers me. It's the part that this without the Lord you cannot do it. Uh, but as has already been sung, he is faithful. And so uh, he's never left me. He's never forsaken me. Uh, there's been some times I've got up and I've missed it as far as I've hit at it. Uh, but that's all right. Uh, we still yet got to come ready uh, to stand in defense of the gospel. And uh, I, I'm thankful... Uh, uh, that God's uh, uh, blessed us just to uh, lately be able to do a little bit of, of visiting around uh, through the COVID time. Uh, be honest, a lot of things in the world has changed. Uh, God's not changed, but uh, a lot of churches don't have as many services as they used to. Uh, a lot of people... Uh, Terry just, I know down my way still hadn't come back to the church house yet. Uh, we can go to Walmart, we can go to the movies, we can go anywhere else. Uh, but we can't come to church. Uh, that don't make a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, if you can go to the ball game, you can go to church. Uh, and I tell you what, your children will get a lot more out of church than they will the ball game. Uh, and so I'm thankful tonight to be able to be at God's house. And uh, I thought while these young people sang, I 
I thought about some of the lies that the devil tells you. I've got a scripture and I'd like to read it, but I, I, I want to just touch on the thoughts I got and just wait on the Lord. But uh, I thought about the lie that the devil will tell young people is it'll get easier as you get older. Terry Brock, if I live to August, I will be 50 years old. And what I have found in life is nothing has gotten easier as I've gotten older. Uh, it just keeps getting incrementally harder. Uh, and there's a lot of times when I was young, I went and did out of zeal. Uh, but now I go and do it out of wisdom and necessity. And you might say, what do you mean by that preacher? I do it not because I feel like it. I do it because I know it needs to be done. Uh, that's part of the difference from uh, being uh, younger to being older. Is you just don't feel like it as much anymore. Uh, but I want to tell you, God's just as good. Uh, and I'll tell you what, it gets a little sweeter because we get a little closer home. I'm closer to my long home now than I was yesterday. I'm closer there than when he called me to preach, and I'm closer than when he saved me. Uh, so I'm thankful that uh, he, he gave us something good. I want to get into another lie that he'll tell you, is you can do it by yourself. Uh, brother, I want to tell you, uh, just think about the parable of the little lost lamb. Uh, there was 99, and he left that flock, uh, brother, to go get that one little lost lamb. And listen to this. You might say, well, that makes no sense. Uh, why would he leave the 99 for the one? If he had the 99 that were safe, uh, why depart from them to get to that one? Because I want to tell you there is safety in the flock. Uh, uh, brother, there's a... I, I, I may step on some toes here and that's alright if I do. Uh, we got what I consider to be a foolish doctrine going around our land and country and you'll see it on people's clothes and you'll see it espoused. Uh, they'll say lions, not sheep. Uh, Brother Terry, I'm glad that I am a sheep. Uh, Brother, there's only room for one lion in this thing and that's the lion of the tribe of Judah. And brother, he was the one that came. Uh, it talked about Judah being as a lion's whelp. Uh, brother, I want to tell you today, I'm glad that I am a sheep uh, in God's little flock. Uh, and brother, I want to tell you tonight, uh, you can be a sheep in God's flock. Uh, why? Because He made a way, uh, not through and by good works, uh, uh, but brother, through and by uh, the Lamb of God. Uh, he came uh, as uh, brother, uh, a lamb 
lamb slain before the foundation of the world. And you might say, what do you mean by that? Brother, I believe there was a plan in place before God ever spoke this thing into existence. I don't believe there is one part of it haphazard. But God saw it all right down through the eons of time. And you might say, well, preacher, what do you mean by that? Well, what I do naturally speaking for a living is I design highways. That's what I've done for nearly 30 years now. And brother, we go into a set of plans and brother, there's some guidelines on how it has to be done and there's some guidelines on how it has to look. But brother, I tell you, before you bid that job out, before you can get things finalized, you have got to have a full finished set of plans. Brother, I want to tell you, God had a full finished set of plans before he ever started out. Why? Because they had to be a sacrifice made to And brother, I want to tell you, it was not a forced sacrifice. Brother, I want to tell you under that law, there was a lot of forced sacrifice. The law said this is required and you have to do it. And brother, for the poor folks, it'd be a couple little turtle doves. And for them, that was a little more well to do. It may be a little goat. And brother, as you go on up, then it would be a lamb. And brother, for them that were well to do, it would be a bullock. And let me tell you about that sacrifice. Brother, it wouldn't have no spot or no blemish about it. It was to be the first fruit of the flock. God don't accept any calls. But brother, I want to tell you, that's what we too often want to give him. Oh, I'll read my Bible after I watch the television show. I'll go to church after I get things straightened out. I'll do this and I'll do that. But there's always a condition on it. Brother, we ought to lay the conditions aside and say, God, I'll do it in spite of the devil and be willing to go on so we can be a light to our people and to our community. And that's something I think has got left out a lot. His brother, we ought to recognize that we are in a community. You'll say, what are you talking about? God set this church here at Lima to be alive here at Lima. Brother, he set Fusion Chapel down there on Little Clear Creek to be a light there. And brother, various and sundry different churches. But brother, I'll tell you what will happen. Brother, people, they'll get caught up in some kind of mania and they'll want to run off all over the world looking for the Lord. Look right in your own community and see the needs you got right here for you lost people. And you don't have to run down to Asbury College. And brother, you don't have 
have to seek him somewhere else uh, because he's right here in this church because uh, God put him, uh, brother, right here uh, uh, so that the light would shine out in the lime oh high. Uh, and brother, all had come her way. Y'all say, preacher, y'all not say that. I hope that the Lord's in that down there. I do want to say that. But brother, I'll tell you what. There'll be a lot go down there to that that won't darken the door of a church house sitting right in their back door. Billy Ray, that's hypocrisy in the highest degree. If we can't worship with the people we know, if we got such a sorry name with them, brother, we need to repent and get to where we can worship right with the people that's around us. Why? Because these people need to be saved right here. Brother, and I tell you what, God, He can move right here. I don't have to go somewhere and hunt for Him naturally. Why? Because the Bible says the kingdom of heaven is within you. It's down in here. And I don't need to go look for it in this world. You can search this world over and you will not find heaven. But brother, you go to a good church and let the Lord begin to move. And you You'll find out what heaven's like because that's exactly what it's like when the church begins to move. I want to tell you the church knows something about heaven because that's her home. The church knows something about heaven because that's where she came from. And brother, so if you want to find heaven, you don't have to travel no farther than right here. He can touch your heart and save your soul if you'll put your trust in Him. But you trust in what you can feel instead of trusting what you can see. Rend your heart, not your garment. Brother, I tell you what, I'm glad it's an indwelling thing. Brother, my flesh, there is no good thing. My righteousness, it is as filthy rags. Brother, you follow me around long enough, you'll see something you do not like. But brother, I want to tell you, in spite of that, God still yet loved me enough that in that mighty plan, brother, whenever, brother, well, well, whenever they was there, and brother, they said, let us make man in our own image. Brother, I want to tell you, brother, it said, let us. Now, Terry, if they wasn't no part to the Godhead, it just said, I'll make man in my own image. But he said, let us. There was a little union going on there. And brother, I want to tell you, just like there's a trinity in the Godhead, there is a trinity to this man you see right here. You'll say, what do you mean, preacher? Brother, well, there is a soul. There is an eternal being that is just like God. Brother, he put that in us. And brother, that's going to be forever either in heaven or in hell. It'll never be destroyed. It's just like God is. 
Then there's that other part. There's the Spirit. We have a Spirit about us. And brother, I want to tell you, brother, when this life goes, that's going back to God. Why? Because that's His. Brother, a lot of people tries to find the secret of life. You know the reason they can't find it? Is you can't have it what you don't have a Spirit. Even the Bible talks about the Spirit that the animals have. Didn't say the soul the animals has. They do have a spirit of life about them. <laughs> but brother, <laughs> what's that other part then, preacher? He said, offering and sacrifice would I not. But I have prepared myself a body. <laughs> And brother, that came in the form of Jesus Christ. God manifested in the flesh. Brother, the one and the only. And brother, he was there in Genesis. He is not a Johnny come lately. He is not one. He is the one that in the book of Joel, he said the moon and the sun will refuse to shine. He is the one, brother, that Abraham look toward that city whose builder and maker is God he is that one brother that was the true redeemer that brother all the law pointed toward and so I'm thankful today that he was in agreement to do it. And brother, I want to tell you what the body was for. The body was for sacrifice. And I want to tell you today, Billy Ray, that's all this flesh is good for, is for sacrifice. If you want to do anything in God's house, if you want to do anything for Him at all, you will have to crucify the flesh. You will have to prove yourself a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God if you want to have brother any influence with your people you'll have to walk before them in a manner brother that uh, they'll recognize God in you. Uh, uh, brother, and they won't recognize it in the flesh. Uh, so we got to get him out of the way. Uh, I think about it home. Uh, he's a man, uh, and he's got a little saying. Uh, uh, he said, baby, I got my demons. Uh, and he has had kind of a rough life. Uh, uh, but brother, I want to tell you what. Uh, when I get in church with him, uh, I'd just soon have him praying for me. Uh, as anybody there. Uh, why? because uh, he don't let what he's done in the past uh, hinder him uh, from doing what God would have him to do now. Uh, you might be here uh, and brother you might have a checkered past. Uh, it may be past checkered. It may be black as coal. Uh, I want to tell you that was alright. Uh, brother Rahab, uh, she run a house of prostitution. Uh, and God uh, saw what was in her heart. Uh, and put her in the bloodline of Christ because she had something on the inside than what was on the outside. It was better than what was on the outside. And Brother Rahab, when she believed, Brother, she put that stuff away. 
Uh, why? Because it said she joined herself there. Uh, uh, brother and that. Uh, uh, to, uh, brother. Uh, that man and became a wife. Uh, she was no longer entrapped in that snare. Uh, I want to tell you. Uh, you might say preacher I'm trapped where I'm at. Uh, I'm going to say no you ain't. Uh, brother I want to tell you we got a delivering God. Uh, every person through the Bible you find uh, that brother uh, had a, a, a brother a hard spot they got into. Uh, God gave them a way of deliverance. Some chose to take it. Some chose not to. That's just like it says in the book of Acts. Paul went to the Jews. And what did it say? It said some believed and some believe not. That's just like tonight. If you believe what I preach to you, it can be a help to you. If you won't believe it, it'll stand against you. Brother, that's the way the gospel is. I had Brother George Peace to tell me one time. He said, Brother, the gospel said it's an odd thing. said if you believe it, it'll stand for you. And if you don't, it stand against you. Why, it's a judgment against you. Because judgment begins at the house of the Lord. And no man can go before God. Say, you never give me the opportunity. We all have the opportunity. Brother, we choose how we go. And so today... We can't lay it off on anybody else. And we can't say, oh, my way's harder than anybody else's. I want to tell you, we all have struggles. And we all have trials. And brother, I want to tell you, God, He's the one thing who's there through all of them. And so tonight, I'm glad that we've got a good God. I never got that scripture. I've been on it for about three weeks now, and I still ain't ready. That's all right. Uh, but brother, I want to tell you, I'm glad that we got a God that knows what we need. And brother, He knew what we need before He ever spoke the dust of the high hills into existence. Uh, and brother, He sees us gathered here tonight. Uh, and brother, He saw you. Now let me just talk a minute about that. When the Lord went there to the tomb and Lazarus had been dead four days and they mocked the Lord. You may have mocked the Lord. I've heard, I believe it was Art Miller talking about some of them come up there to pray with somebody a couple doors down where he was raised. He said, I laughed at them, made a mockery of them. You won't find a better deacon than Art Miller. Amen. He's as good as they come. Amen. But I want to tell you, before we come to know the Lord, we have to do anything. Yeah. Uh, but brother, I want to tell you today, uh, brother, he went down to that tomb. He said, Lazarus, come forth. And I want to tell you, Lazarus was the only one in that tomb that got up and come. Yeah. Brother, I want to tell you tonight, the Lord may be speaking just to you. You say, I don't understand what you mean, preacher. He's speaking to your heart to come, to do what He'd have you to do. And you'll say, why can't the person next to me hear it? Because He's speaking to you. 
Brother, that's how personal the Lord gets. And brother, that's why we got to have a personal experience of salvation. Uh, brother, we can't just cast a broad net and say, uh, here you got your dose of it, go on, you'll be all right. It don't work that way. It ain't chicken feed. It ain't fish food. Uh, brother, it is uh, the Word of God. Uh, and brother, it is the bread of life. Uh, and you will have to have your own serving of it. Brother, to be saved by His grace, to be sealed by His Spirit, and to be one of His children. And so tonight, I'm thankful God made it real simple. But it was through His plan and through the sacrifice of His Son. It was not by an accident. It's not an accident that we're here tonight. But this is according to God's divine purpose and grace that we're here tonight. And that He's speaking to you. And so... Uh, I, I'd like to do this, Terry, if I could just give a little bit of invitation. If you just get a, a, a simple song, uh, uh, we'd just like to uh, maybe give you an opportunity to move. <laughs> and I don't know your condition tonight. <laughs> uh, that's, that's one part I've found that God does not put that burden on me. <laughs> uh, brother, God takes care of that burden to look at the hearts. <laughs> Why? Because I do good to keep up with where I'm at my own self. <laughs> but He knows the very hairs of your head this evening. <laughs> and you cannot hide from Him. <laughs> but I tell you, a good place to get <laughs> is down to an altar of prayer. <laughs> and brother, lay your burden down there. <laughs> and I don't know what that burden is. <laughs> If you lost, you need to lay it down and get saved. If you've gone out into this world, you need to get back into the church where you can be a light to your people that they may be saved. If it's to join a church where, brother, you can worship and bring your family. And I'm not trying to open the doors for you, Terry, but if that's what you feel like doing, you need to move tonight and do what God would have you to do. Brother, would you come as they sing? Amen. My first thought this morning was of my great riches. What substance such treasure the morning did bring. Just like we talked about last week, he spoke individually tonight. He's speaking individually to you tonight. Yeah, I know you're not hearing that here. You're hearing that here. And that may be strange to you. You might say, preacher, I've never felt like this before. That's all right. We've got a great God. And really, uh, He's no less God, uh, brother, because we don't understand Him. He's no less God because we don't recognize Him. But brother, God comes in His own way. And brother, He speaks through His Spirit to that inward part of a man. Would you plead tonight? Would you put your trust in Him? Why? Because this world you search it over and you're not going to find any peace in it. Uh, brother, I think about, I heard a man talk about this. He said, and it's according to the Scripture, God gives us a peace that surpasses all understanding. Uh, brother, tonight do you have that peace?
down in your soul. Do you have that peace? If today was your last day on this earth, that you had a home in heaven, I want to tell you tonight, would you be obedient to that call? Would you come and brother trust in the Lord that he can save your soul and fill your soul with something that only he can fill? Heard man, and, and I thought about what he was saying. He was talking about when he was a young man. He said, There was a hole in my life. He said, I tried to fill it with money. And I tried to fill it with success. I tried to fill it with this and that. But hear how he described it, Terry. He said, It was a God sized hole. And he said the only thing that would fill that hole was God. Today, if you're lost, you have a God-sized hole in your life. And brother, only he can fill it. Amen. You can look to fill it with money, success, uh, addictions, uh, family, anything this world has to offer. Even religion. You might say, well, I thought this was religion. I'm glad it's much better than that. Amen. If all we had was a religious part, that's all they had under the law. That's right. And brother, that never saved anybody. The Bible says the strength of the law is sin. And so if that's all we had, we would all be doomed. But I'm glad that Jesus came and brother, as the body, and he was broken. Amen. That we might have life. Yeah, I want to tell you tonight, would you let him fill that void in your life? Amen. Well, the Bible talks about the Spirit. Say, yea, it searcheth out the deep things. I'm glad that the Spirit searched me out one time and showed me I was void without form. But when I accepted what it had to offer... God began to move and began to form in me what he wanted me to be. And he'll do the same thing for you tonight. He will give you that peace that surpasseth all understanding that the world does not know. Would you come and have that tonight? Amen. There's no you, Terry. Well, let me say just a word. Okay. What's good preaching, brother? Amen. I'll say just a word and have them sing again. Well, I appreciate what I've just heard. I appreciate the gospel. This is the power of God and and, uh, sent and uh, full of the spirit and full of wisdom. I appreciate God for sending the gospel and I appreciate him using Clint as a messenger. And I appreciate the gospel coming right through the heart of the church. I believe with all my heart there's some people here who need to move tonight. But but I did get this impression. I, I need to tell a little bit about my personal experience when I was lost. I remember one time we used to live out on East Town Road and our little house out there was sort of in the spot where Meyer's store is at now. Long time ago. I remember leaving uh, the old Albert Street building, the first one, the little white block building. We were on the way home and uh, I was riding the back of that old Chevrolet car and I, I was troubled. The gospel had touched me. God had showed me I was lost and I had sin. That's what Clint's been preaching about. God showed me I need to get saved. But I, I thought, why should I have to get saved? I haven't been real mean. But folks, we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Well, and so I asked Mommy. I said, Mommy, do you think the preacher tonight was talking about me? 
and mommy was quiet for a little bit and she probably cried and she answered me she said honey it's not so important what I think but said what do you think do you think the preacher was talking to you well I knew he was but I, I wanted mommy to tell me no see and I said well how do you know when God's talking to you mom said well God will just let you know and I said well if I was to go to the altar and pray to get saved, I said, how would I know if I got saved? Mom said, honey, you'll just know. That kind of aggravated me. I thought she ought to explain that better than that. But I've never explained it any better than that in all my time. I couldn't explain it to my kids any better than that. Listen, if you're here tonight and you need to get saved, please come while the Lord's calling. Uh, don't let anything getting your way or pass you by. This is a gospel message. God's talking to somebody tonight while they sing this next song. If you're here and you're concerned about, am I going to go to heaven? If you don't know you're going to heaven, then likelihood you're not. You need, when you really get saved, you can know it and will know it. God's able to satisfy your soul. So sing when you're ready. Somebody needs to come to Jesus tonight. Obey the Lord. Come while God's calling you. Please come. Come right now. Good message. Powerful message. Come on. Now there were those Listen. who said that I'd surely fall. Please come. When I told them I'd give it. Please obey the Lord. Jesus, my all. I have no I doubt guess. God sent Clint here tonight really to preach this message. No doubt. It's not an accident. It's not coincidence. It's God's man preaching God's message to you and me. What I used to be. If you're here tonight and, and you're not sure you're saved, the Lord if you feel that desire down inside, was like, real. maybe I ought to and go pray. God, I believe then you ought to come and pray. Come while the Lord's now. calling. God won't get a hold of you and drag you to the altar. It's not like a big loud noise or uh, fire it's that little still small voice down inside God making you aware of what you need somebody here tonight surely God's made aware of what you need please obey the Lord please let God have his way in your life you might be real young or you might be kind of old everybody needs saving and God knows where we're at. Let's not be ashamed to seek the Lord. Come while He's calling. Come while He's calling. Please come. Please come. Bless them, Lord. Please come. Whatever your shape is, whatever you need is, God can take care of it. You can't fix yourself. You cannot fix yourself. But if you'll come to God, God will fix you. Boy, He can take care of it. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. For once I was lost. Yeah. Listen, that's where I was. Yeah. Amen. It can be for you. When 
If you need to get saved, if you need to repent, get back in fellowship, if you need to join the church, the door's open. God's got it open. Obey the Lord. Old things are brand new and I tell you it's true I'm not the same changed it he changed it in such a way it can't go back like it was praise God thank God for the day my forever change and uh, I remember as a young man and uh, like I said it kind of aggravated me mom wouldn't explain to me any better what it felt like to get saved and how I'd know it and all that and she'd say honey you'll just know it God will let you know it and when I got saved I thought now I see what mom was talking about I the devil tried to talk me out of coming and seeking the Lord, but I'm glad that I came. Even as a very shine, backwards young man, the gospel still let me know I was lost. The, the gospel didn't just tell me I was lost because I had sin in my soul and leave me there. That same gospel told me why I could get fixed. I could get saved. I could get cured. God will take care of it. So this boy's good. You want to say something else? Well, I appreciate the message and the messenger. Just thank the Lord. Uh, what a day God's given us. I appreciate tonight, appreciate this morning, and uh, thank the good Lord. Anybody got something on your heart you want to say or do? Follow him if you do. Anybody? If you got something to say or do. Okay, if not, we'll ask Brother Anthony to pray. Dismiss. Yeah. Yeah. 